This made this black made me look fat. No, fat makes you look fat. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that, buddy. The, the beers at lunchtime and the not exercising that makes you look fat. That's what it is. Are you ready to do this? Shaving your beard right here <laughs> makes you look fat too. You gotta let your beard grow all the way to your neck. Is that what it is? Yeah. And my man in college, Cooper, mm-hmm. he told me that if you do this, <laughs> it keeps some double chin from coming. It's called catfish face. Do that. And gets rid of the double chin. Cooper Long told me that. It didn't get rid of the double chin. It just you're Prevents so busy looking it. at that it part. Gives, it gives you fat you neck. Miss, you miss this part. It puts all the fat down <laughs> in your neck. So you get like a fat necklace. From Bonzatune Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is the Suds and Buds Podcast. Featuring stand-up comic Mike Spienberg and musician producer Brian Stevens. This week's episode is brought to you by our own Bonzatune Studios, located here in Atlanta, Georgia. Bonzatune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. Suds and Buds is also sponsored by Amazon.com, GoDaddy, and the new Stitcher app for iPhone and Android. Stitcher, it's like Pandora for podcasts. So let's start the show. Let's do it. All right. So uh, welcome, everybody. Everybody, Hola. Everybody that's on the stream. Como estas? Everybody that's uh, watching via... Todo el mundo. The podcast. I'm doing everything in Spanish. You are. Good. Except for that part. Except (laughs) So uh, this is episode two. We're streaming live at uh, sudsandbuds.net. We're here every Tuesday at noon, streaming live. Or a little bit after. A little bit after. Or a little after. If if everybody gets here on time, we kind of start It's such a short trip. I can't believe I didn't make it any faster. Oh, because I don't have a car. I'm uh, I'm Brian Stevens. And uh, Miguel. Over over here's my buddy Mike Spienberg. You don't even know why I'm doing everything in Spanish? Why are you doing everything in Spanish? Because of my wreck. Oh, tell me, if I brought my folder today, you want to start? Let's open our beer before I get angry. Can, can I do sponsors first? Yes, of course you can do whatever you that's, like. That's that's part control. of the reason why we can we'll be able to continue doing this. Okay. So uh, our sponsors, if you've gone to uh, sudsandbuzz.net, or if you uh, have been on the blog at all, you probably noticed that one of our sponsors is Amazon.com. So if you guys would, instead of just going straight to Amazon.com, you go to sudsandbuzz.net first mm-hmm. and click through our link at the bottom of the page or like the little link in the bottom of the live says <laughs> sudsandbuzz.net slash amazon so then everything that you buy we get a little piece of we wet our beaks we get to pay for all this technology that brings this program to you and uh one of our other sponsors godaddy.com you can get domain names for seven Forty nine. You can even build your own website on there now. Yeah, you can. They've got all the tools in the world to be able to build. And they have good customer service too. They'll call you. Yeah, They're from Omaha. Really? That's where the so the Omaha. It's is. not from Punjab, India. No, it's it's Omaha because it's, it's the area code. Okay. So because they continue, can't, I'm sorry. they can't <laughs> they can't spoof those and route them from uh, India through Omaha. But oh, and there's one other cool thing on top before we get in everything. I'm gonna throw that graphic up too. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> This week, I'm super happy about this. If uh, if you like to listen to Suds and Buds, and you'd like to listen to it anywhere you are at any point in time in the day or night, you can get the Stitcher app for iPhone. 
It's free. I think I need to get that. Free app. And all you do is you download the Stitcher app, and when you open it up, you type suds and buds in the search box. Uh-huh. It immediately pops up our podcast. Boom. You hit the start. You touch it. Hit the star. Stitcher. S-T-I-C-H-T-E-R. Yes, sir. S-C- S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Stitcher. Stitcher. Or if you'd like, you can go right from sudsandbuzz.net. You'll see there's a little Stitcher app on, um, icon on the home page, and you can click that with your iPhone. It goes right over to Stitcher, uh, to our page on Stitcher, and from there, it'll actually link, and you can download the app, or you can listen. You can do all kinds of stuff from there. So Stitcher, that's all awesome because um, that's another way for us to sort of defray the cost of doing all this kind of stuff. And um, well, Brian works hard on the podcast. Well, I, uh, I practice my dance move. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Are we going to have a uh, real beer today? Yes, we're going the, the the sud today. Oh, wait a second. Last week we had to drink <laughs> thick frothy suds because Brian's uh, French. Yes. Um, so today we're going to drink an American beer out of a paper sack. And I have respect for Brian. I got light beer. I got uh, Miller High Life light. Oh no, Miller High Life light in the uh, wow. How big is it? A twenty-four or four? That's oh not my 40. god. What is that? A twenty-four. Look at that. Don't leave it out of the bag too long. It, it, feels uh, like Christmas. it dies like a goldfish. <laughs> 24, 24 fluid ounces. Wow. Listen so, to it. Listen to the love come out of it. You know what that is coming out of there? What is freedom? <laughs> it's freedom. That's what it is. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, yes, man. Sir. It's good to see you. Good to see you. It's so good to see you. Uh, so we're here. That's heavy. Will you help me pick that up? Mm. Thank you. Now, does that not, does that not taste like the racetrack? <laughs> I love it, dude. That tastes so good. Even a little warm. Even a little tiny bit front of the cooler. <laughs> yep. I don't reach my wife when she goes and buys things like milk. So I got she's smart. I always reach for the back of the cooler. You know, right, right. Not me. I'm in and out. Front of the shelf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. The guy I went to uh, Bahrain with Patrick DeGear. Great comic out of Oakland. PatrickDeGear.com. Uh, uh, he's a very funny dude. Um, he has this weird thing. Like if he goes to a store and there's only two of one item left, mm-hmm. um, he will take the second to last item as his own, leave the last item, but damage it in some way. <laughs> so <laughs> that he knows in his mind, he's the one that got the last cool one there. Wow. Isn't that weird? He's got a real complex. That is very strange. Did his mama Amy, beat him uh, with a coat Speaking of shopping, uh, Amy gave me uh, uh, does my how do you, what do you think of my my look today? I think it's very black. Yes. Well, do you, I mean do you, do you ever wear warm up pants when like I Adidas? go to the gym? I started back. The well, gym then you never wear warm up pants. No. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 Brian hasn't worn warm up pants in seventh grade. Um, but no, I, this is what I lounge in. Like if I, you know, I have certain pairs of warm-up pants for certain things. Like I have warm-up pants that I mow the yard in. Okay. I have warm-up pants that I lounge in the house in. I have warm-up pants that I, these are my favorites. So I wear them out to my podcast with you. Out. Yeah. These are my dress this ups. Your these pod- are my dress. <laughs> <laughs> these are my dress sweats. Your formal Okay. Sweats. So like about a month ago, uh, uh, our neighbor Carla and her boyfriend Ross, uh, somebody made a, sh- a smart mouth comment about me wearing warm ups all the time, and I and were laughing at me, and I kind of brushed it off. But then yesterday, when we, Amy and I were in the kitchen cooking, she was cooking dinner, and I was hanging out talking to her. Yeah. And uh, apparently, I'm I'm dressing every day like a pedophile now, <laughs> and <laughs> I need to stop it. But I mean, is it that weird? Is it that strange that I wear warm up pants no. everywhere I go? I 
I think it's your if you walk around with your hand in your no, 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 pants. No. I just dress for comfort. Is that so strange nowadays? I mean, because I'm turning forty, I guess soon. Is that no, weird to run around old, with my you get pants? Old and lazy. That's fine. Yeah, I think it's a normal part of the process. Right. I mean, I wouldn't expect that of my mate. And you know, my wife has to still take care of herself and groom it up. I think it's a good indicator of how content you are, though, with your marriage and your life. Yes, I really don't feel the need to dress up and go out fancy. Well, because but you then were, again, that that's kind of a weird statement because then your wife. Thinks that you just she don't want like, it, yeah. right? And it has nothing to do with that. I'm just uh, neither here nor there. I just um, I I think I'm getting old now, just for comfort. And another thing too, uh, my nose hair grows faster than uh, the oh national my debt. God, I can't. I don't know why that is. Like I I, I have electric yep. trimmers, mm-hmm. and I'll trim you know I'll trim it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Two days later, it's like Georgia Kudzu, man. Yeah, ears. My ears are the same. See, way I'm too. not as old I as you. Though. I'm not there yet. <laughs> I don't have ear hair. I got. One patch on my back, like Rhode Island. Yep. I got that, and I'll take the. Uh, I'm weird about this too. Before I got my hair cut today, <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah, well, it's been the same since eighth grade, so nobody can really tell. But uh, 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 before I go get my hair cut, yep. the shower before I go get my hair cut, yeah, um, I will shave my neck and clean it up. And, and I'm really paranoid about having dirty ears when I'm getting my hair cut. Does that yeah. paranoy you? Do you think about that at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I keep it in my ears Where every do day. you get your hair cut? I have a great gal over at Regis at Mall of Georgia. Right. Denise. She's this rock and roll chick. She's got like sleeve of tats and piercings and the whole thing. Right, right. That's Aaron where, Hartwig That's who's responsible hair. for this mess yeah. that I call hair. She's obviously got a drug problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she needs an eye exam. Anyway, uh... Um, do you have those nudes of your wife? Do you want them? Because <laughs> I can give them back to you if you want them, Brian and Mr. Funny, before we go on the air. Uh, but it's okay, so my wreck. Can we talk about my wreck? And then yeah, we'll get into let's, all this other stuff that you want to talk about. Um, so here's the status of my uh, totaled Honda Accord. Um, apparently, the driver of the other car who was at fault, uh, Leticia Uria Testegui Juarez. Uh, Leticia? I got that part. Uria Stegui. I think that's Mexican for I really don't have insurance. Fuck off. Juarez, right? As is if the, the front part wasn't enough. The driver. That's the driver, right? Yeah. The owner listed on the police report is Javier Hector Aguilar, right? Okay. Well, when I called Liberty Mutual, mm-hmm. who is the insurance company of the people that wrecked into me, apparently not, mm-hmm. uh, they don't even have the... It's a 1999 Mercury Villager. They don't have any of that match. None of this matches up with... Liberty Mutual's records. Oh, no. Their owner on their records is a uh, Jorge Martinez. <laughs> so, But I figured out if you say Jorge Martinez real fast, it sounds just like Javier Hector Aguilar Gomez. So I'm noticing a trend here. Basically, I just wanted to let all the people that listen to this show know that I'm going to have to go through my insurance company, which basically means your insurance rates are going to go up, and I appreciate you a lot. Because uh, Leticia has returned back to her homeland uh, in lieu of the accident and probably don't want me to be returning to f- help me file my claim. So not. that's where uh, my, my status is at. So that's why I'm in, in, in honor of Leticia and Hector and uh, Jorge. Jorge. I will be periodically doing part of the show in Spanish today. Oh, good. See, si. No bueno. How do you say truth in Spanish? Do they have a word for that? I don't know. Bad driving's everywhere, dude. We talked about what my mom did. What, uh, what? Tell me something. How do you feel considering what you just went through with this? Or going I threw out through? all my Tito Puente records. 
<laughs> how do you how do you feel about immigration? Um, I I think you know what I think I think they should reopen Ellis Island. How so? Reopen Ellis Island, like make everybody go go through, through like they did a in process. The, uh, yeah, instead of, of just showing up, most people some people still actually go through a process. Oh, Brian. of course. I mean, we do have a process. <laughs> Not everybody uses right. it, but yeah, we but do no, have I think, one. Well, I, 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 uh, one of my favorite cities in the world is New York City. Right. So Amy and my family's from upstate. So uh, the Ellis Island is closed. It's, not, it's just an empty building. Right, right. Um, so why not reopen it? Well, I think the one, the only thing that I can, the only rebuttal I have for that is that at least at that time, I think the character of people was a lot higher than the character of people now. Well, do you know why that is? Why is Because that? people believe what you just said. Why? I, the, we believe that our character right. level is much lower. That's the problem. Well, I know my and We kid. live in Atlanta, so we know what it's like to be around dumb kids. I mean, look at our school. So you're, Bailey's not in public school here, is he? Yeah. I is he really? School. That explains We're very lucky, the, the attitude when I got down here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He doesn't get out of So when I went, you have good schools around here. See, now, Gwinnett wait, County wait. has great schools, especially this area of Gwinnett County that we're in. See, I don't know if our even listeners or our viewers even know what's going on in Atlanta. Do they know about the public school systems? They're, they just got busted with all the cheating scandals about the SAT. and the, You know what it is? You know whose fault it is? Who? The guy who number two pencil. How is that? Because he, he, he's, it's running. It's a scam. You know, the salesman of the original number two pencil was, the, the whole deal is, is he was just a little bit smarter than the salesman of the number one and the number three pencil salesman. The number two pencil salesman got up real early one day and said, I got a real good idea. And he ran down to the school board and he said, fellas, we did a test. That Scantron test you guys are giving out to all the students won't even read it unless you use the number two pencil, right? So then the school board was like, well, we ought to pass a motion. Every student should use the number two pencil. I second the motion. Motion passed. All students use a number two pencil. In the meantime, number one, number three pencil salesman getting up late out of bed every day. Right. Wake up, read the paper. All students to use number two pencil. Go running down the school board meeting. Did you hear what he told y'all about the number two pencil? It ain't true. You can use a number one and number three pencil if you want to. And they were like, too late. We done passed the motion. Number two pencil. Number one, number three pencil salesman. That's it. You never heard of them, you never heard of them again. That's number true. two pencil salesman living on a yacht somewhere. With Bigfoot. <laughs> I'm speechless. Where are you going? Oh, yeah, that's a background noise. Messing up my number two pencil speech. Well, like, you know, it's weird, though, nowadays. Kids weren't even around when the microwave came out. I met a guy the other day after one of my shows told me right. that his grandma, back in the day when the microwave first came out, she thought it was so cancer-causing that she would put a wet towel over top of it when she left it running. Yeah, my grandma, she did that towel. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, that was you that told yeah. me that the other day. <laughs> that's my joke. Well, it's not really a joke. It's a story. It's a story. Right. Um, no, no, yeah, grandma did. I mean, that was just... that, And unfortunately, it trickled down to my mom, too. So my mom Your did. mom puts a towel... Used to. Used to. Like, for the first... When it was the big one, the one that you could climb into. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever go dryer surfing? We used no, to go to an apartment complex in I'm Charlotte. i big for that. We used to go to an apartment complex when I was a kid in Charlotte. We would put each other in the big industrial dryer and see who could hang on the line. I'm telling you, man, this is beer, buddy. This ain't that sissy foo-foo shit you were drinking last week. You're going to be all trying to steal money from your kid after you drink this beer. <laughs> They're going to catch you swimming naked in the neighborhood pool. Brian's got a nice neighborhood pool, too. Yeah. He doesn't have a high dive like Smyrna, but he's got a pool. I got a pool. Mm. No, we get our school system. Give me a lighter. I'll blow, I can blow fire. 
We actually have a brand new high school that's right. I like saw that on the way in here. Yeah, yeah, brand new high school, and Bailey starts there uh, this year. Well, I think what it is too, the reason our educational system is so bad is uh, because a lot of times, um, number one, an educational diploma, a degree in education, yep, at a university, is not comparatively speaking to other ma- majors in college that difficult. Right. Would we agree on that? I would agree. Uh, I went to a, a university that has a large engineering and textile departments, and most of my roommates were engineers, and they really had to study and really had to work hard. I was a communications major. wasn't there much, a lot of studying going on. Right. In the same realm, an education degree, there's not a lot of studying going on. You're, you're basically – a lot of people get an education degree just to get out of college, in my opinion. Now, you can email the show or call the show and bitch and complain, whatever you want, but that's my opinion. I think there should be a law that – Everybody who majors in education, when you come out of college, you are not allowed to teach immediately. You have to spend five years working in the real world, living in the real world, five years. And then when you, you, you get a, uh, every, every month or every, uh, when you graduate, if you make that five-year agreement, it's like the military. If you make that five-year agreement to stay out in the real world or go in the military or do something else for five years – the government pays off your 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 student loans right. for you. If you don't make that five year agreement, you have to pay off your own student loans. So that you can work any job in the five years. Yes, you have to, but you can't be a teacher. But you cannot be. A and then there's a guaranteed spot for you in five years when you come back. To, you, can te- you can teach if you want to. But you go out and you experience. I think you should get arrested at least once. I think you <laughs> should through should, one should, marriage. You should you should call at least <laughs> one escort on an in call procedure. I think you should do. I think you should be doing. You should go to one dog fight. <laughs> <laughs> and you should go hooker punching. <laughs> no. And uh, you should learn how to, uh, I think you should learn how to speak in front of people. You should take a speaking course. Oh, without a doubt. Um, I think you should, uh, uh, you could work in the deep. I also think, uh, this is kind of a weird thing off the subject, but uh, on the military tip, mm-hmm. I think every American citizen should, um, uh, if, if, if they're not going to work or they're not going to go to school, they should be forced to go and uh, forced, I guess is a weird word, asked politely to go and, uh, and work in the defect, work in the defect on a military base, which is the dining facility, serve right. food to the military. And then you'll see how those young faces and young cats go through what they're going through. And you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Well, That's the problem with our country is we're so detached from things. Right. A lot of people who don't have kids like myself can sit here all day and tell you how to raise your kids when I really, I don't know shit. Because yeah. I don't have children. I don't listen to anybody that right. doesn't have kids. I don't have tell children. Me what to do. Right. So just listen to me when I tell you what to do and you'll be all right. Um, but I, like, I understand that. I understand that opinion. I, and I respect that. It's, you know, I'm, I, but I also don't appreciate it when people who don't know how to handle their kids bring their kid to my house and he acts like shit. That's true. And expects me not to say anything. Well, we live in a world where you can't spank your kid. You get arrested for spanking your kid. Yeah, but it's weird, though, because a lot of comics still go on stage and say, man, you need to beat your kid. You need to beat your well, damn kids. I beat my kids. You better beat your kids. And people go, I love watch my kid get beat. <laughs> you haven't been to a comedy club lately. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many guys do, still do that. It's, that's a hacky joke. It really it's very, is. There's a lot. It's yeah, a it's very. Joke. Uh, it, 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 it's easy laugh, but right. there's a difference between spanking your kid as a form of punishment, like a structured form of punishment that has absolutely no emotion to it like the the times i've spanked my child i can only think of maybe one time i've spanked my child in anger and that was where i just i lost it and i didn't hurt him you know it was like one nice quick whap right to the to the took us but i've made it a point because my dad had such a, a temper and when he whooped us it was in rage that he whipped us 
um, I, I made a point that I had to go cool off. I had to go cool off and collect myself so that I can go. And it's 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 very executioner style. That's kind of weird to you wear think. a hood. No, <laughs> no, no, just stone. You play that music. Cold, dun, dun, sober. It's like it's like the, do, you, do you make uh, Rosemary make him walk him down the hall real slow? Does he get his last meal? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He Barely. Does, he does. What do you want for your last meal? <laughs> he he does. I, I I I look at him and I tell him I say. I want right. beanie weenies. Oh. Uh, beanie weenies as my last meal. What would your last meal be? Do you have one? My last meal. Um, I, I'd like a nice, big, thick ribeye steak. Nice. From, I mean, in particular, anybody? No, just I, no, from from a, a grocery store, not a restaurant. Gotcha. Because those things are frozen most of the time. Okay. I want, I want real meat that's fresh and never been frozen. Mm. Big baked potato. I mean, as big as my head, and that's pretty big. Yes. And... Um, a lot of pork and beans. That's your meal? Because <laughs> when I go, I just want to... That's so juvenile. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's, that's my thing. It's like, you know, if, if I've got to go Well, if like you're going to burn that, up, they're going to burn you up. You might as well just smell like pork and beans. <laughs> might as well. But, you know, Do you I, like, I like pork a, and I'd beans? Like a little, if they're going to incinerate me, I'd like a little puff. Like Smoke. right at the end. Like a little blue puff, green puff, kind of right at the end that just says... I, I was here. What mine would be. I was here. I don't know what mine would be. I really never really thought about see, it. See, I'm, I'm, but, but I'm mistaken. Pussy. I would eat pussy last. <laughs> can we, can we say pussy on Amazon.com? Yeah, yeah. And, we're <laughs> yeah. on iTunes too, right? Yeah, if you get iTunes, you can subscribe for free and, and get the audio podcast. And but uh, I think that's what I would eat. Yeah, that, see, if I was much cooler and if I, had, if I, if I wasn't quelling my inner rock star, that's exactly what I would say. Right, I just I unquell mine all the time. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, open up Ellis Island is what the point I was trying to make. <laughs> Just open it back up and let people. I mean, that's where everybody went through. I mean, why not? I think we should close the borders and open up a place like Ellis Island on the West Coast, one on the East Coast, and then you have, you know, you handle it. So you got to stay in line a little bit. Well, people had a conscience, though. Like when you wanted to live the dream, you had a conscience. You felt like if I was going to honestly live the dream and be the success that I want to be, I need to follow the rules. Perfect example. Follow the rules. Perfect example. My accident. Of people taking advantage of the oh, system. Oh, of course, of course. Because back in the day, when you had a wreck, here's my insurance number. And the lady would say, here's mine too. I'll call you. And I'll call you and we'll work it all out. And you called and you worked it all out. There's now, I don't even get to talk to this moron. Right. Because she's on the other side of the highway. She she goes in the ambulance to the hospital when it's her, wrecks her fault. Mm-hmm. Right. Milking the system once again, because apparently she has no insurance. She yep. got the tag on a car that doesn't even belong to her. And she's out causing wrecks. Right. And in the end, we all pay for it. Normal people like me and you and whoever's listening to this, we pay for that. And we think just because it doesn't affect us immediately that we don't pay for that. Right. But I mean, you know, if I mean, it's just nobody, everybody has to work the system. Well, nobody ever puts back into the system. And, and you get called out as, as being some kind of bigot or be having some sort of inclination against certain, not even minorities, just people groups of people if you call that out and that's the culture we live in now. right you can't really call a spade a spade you can't say you know what your kid needs to have his ass whipped that's exactly what needs to happen because the funny statement is you can't when you say you can't really call a spade a spade no pun intended is yeah. that okay yeah. it's kind of a dick move dude <laughs> welcome to the clan welcome to the clan cast with brian stevens Mississippi Zone, Brian Stevens, Sorry. hosting the that Clan was, Cast. You can't call was, a spade a spade. That was a Mississippi coming out of me. I apologize for that. Well, there's a couple <laughs> viewers we lost. 
Holy shit, I'm talking about number two pencils. And this guy's wanting to bring up a race war. Well, it is kind of white Sorry, trash. He's one of us runs around in his warm-up pants all the time, and the other one can't even handle a whole high life out of a bag. <laughs> um, oh, and I had somebody email me about my thought process on extra strength, etc. Okay. It's true. Same thing. His process was on double stuff Oreos. Why do they still make normal Oreos if they make double stuff Oreos? Because those are so know. much better, yeah. Yeah, it's it's and like uh you know um anything but, because maybe people that are watching their weight are eating regular Oreos. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Do you an Oreo fan? I love Oreos. Yeah, I do too. And I really like I, I do you like let yours get really soggy in the milk? I like mine. I I will actually put mine in the milk and let it go. Really? And like see if he can. And they blow bubbles like crocodiles if you or an alligators if you push them under the water they blow yeah. bubbles. I've never tried that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna try it. I'm a dunker. I'm just like. Are you really? Yeah. How are you? How are you? Pop. <laughs> That's pretty good. You probably turn you. You probably eat Oreos that are like white on the outside and dark on the inside just because of your racist rants you're just making. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian eats Spadios. <laughs> See what white trash beer does to Brian? Takes him back to his roots. Brings it right out. Takes man. him back to his roots. Brings it right out. Why are you looking in your can? You don't win anything at the bottom of that. It's not a Cracker Jack beer. I'm wondering how much further I've got to go. <laughs> the thing grows yeah. in the bag. Well, it sucks because dr- Bailey's going to be driving me back to Smyrna <laughs> on his rickshaw. Oh, we I started like this beer at lunchtime idea. Or two. I, I'm telling you, it's it's probably the, the I highlight can't wait of my till you week. get interns. Oh my god! I remember when Brian used to have interns. That was awesome. They would do stuff. Whatever you needed done, pretty much. Pretty um, cool. I'm just no. It's it's one of those words. Like the more I drink it, the bigger this can gets. Yeah, I swear it's growing in the bag. That or the you bag at the bottom of that can. What's that? Freedom. Freedom. Mm-hmm. That's right. That you know what I think that needs to be. Now, do you, do you like, what do you think? Do you like it at all? Do you like high life at all? Oh, I mean, it tastes. The here's the problem with like this kind of beer. <clears throat> The can or the kind of beer? The, this kind the of certain, beer. Okay. If we set up a taste test, black little black glasses with about three swallows of this and a, a Bud Light and a Michelob Ultra and all these, any of these kind of beers, I guarantee you, you could not tell the difference. I bet you uh, 50 bucks next week if I'm in here, you take... Uh, Three domestic beers, pour them in shot glasses, and I'll be blindfolded, and I'll pick out the highlight. You you think so? I'll bet you $50. You think you can? $50. I'll pay. And there's no tricks or nothing. You got can't play any games with me. Right. Straight up blindfolded, three equal shots of beer, and I can pick the highlight. Let's make it five. Five bucks? No, no, no. Five beers. Oh, it's even, it's even harder. So, <laughs> so I get it right. I want to show you the whole cross section. If we put like a Miller Light and a Bud Light and a High Life Light, and if we put five of those. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So next week, next Tuesday, taste test. Yeah. I'm going to pick the highlight. Okay. You think you can? I, I guarantee you I can. Okay. So if you don't think I can, then you just, you can, and you, how do these people call into the show? What's the deal with all that? Um, Is that up yet? Not yet, but okay. it will be. It will be. We'll have the Skype at some point set up and we'll be able to actually take calls. Okay. So next week. Yep. Same time. Same time. A little after eight or nine after 12. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you lift it above your head before you hit it and give everybody a racetrack salute. Hell yeah. I'm from Mississippi. I know how to do that. You know what it smells like in here? Freedom. Fucking Ric Flair. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom. 
That's right. You know what you taste right now? Red, white, and blue. That's what you taste. I'm telling you, this is the only beer I've ever craved. Like, I could be hot if I'm in the yard. Right. I'd be like, damn, I need a high life. But I've never been like, damn, I need a Stella Artois. Or damn, I need a, what did we drink last week? Oh, the uh, Sam Adams Have Coastal Wheat. go, fuck, it's hot out here. I need a Sam Adams Coastal Wheat. <laughs> no. Never heard any no, of that. never heard Right, right, right. And I don't think Sam Adams Coastal Wheat goes good with beanie weenies and a ribeye. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Your last meal. All right, so that's the big challenge next week, huh? <clears throat> that's the challenge. Spainberg will guess the high life. I don't think you. I don't think you can do it. I, I, I don't think anybody can do it. Honestly, I they think I can do it. I'm telling you, you don't need anybody else when you they got me. They all taste the same. Every single no, one it's of not them. true. If you put Miller, I, I I'll tell you this. I'll even go further. Right? Okay, you take five beers. Okay. Uh, I'll pick out the worst of the five domestic. What five domestic are we going to use first of all? Budweiser, Miller High Life. We have to have a Budweiser. Uh-huh. We have to have a Miller. Um, and we'll probably have a Miller High Life and a Miller Light. Miller Light. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Miller Light to me is the worst yeah. of all the domestics. Yeah. It tastes like just it's awful, right? right? Miller Light. We're talking about. Right. I bet I can pick out the Miller Light and a Coors. We got to throw a Coors in there. Oh, that's easy. That tastes like water. I bet I can pick out Edco, a, because this doesn't. No, yes. it does not. <laughs> it's it's flavored water. It, it really is not is. flavored. Yeah. You drink the stuff with all that funny beer with the with the you know like the the raccoon hair in it. Just drink beer. I you bet know, I bet you I can pick out the, both the Miller High Life and the Miller Light. You think so? Because I think Miller Light is so bad. I bet I can pick it out. The only one that I ta- I, I Michelob Light is the only one I can taste a difference, and and I have no idea why that is. I had a, I had a, a, a my ex wife's best friend that her and her husband that was like their beer. They didn't drink anything else. What is it? Michelob Light. Yeah, my mom drinks Coors Light. My uncle, my my my, my wife's uncle Tim. Right. He drinks Coors. Light. Is it because of the frosty cold mountains on the side? It's a train on the commercial. I don't know why it is. I, I uh, you know what? I like High Life because I remember being a kid and uh, sitting on Poppy, my grandpa's lap, and. Uh, and he, another thing I do like him too is I leave my shoes by the door and there's a chair by the door where I take my shoes off. Yeah. Uh, Cause he did that. And I would sit on his lap and he would let me drink slits. I would take, I would take wow. swallows of slits beer back in wow. the day. So I think this takes me back to like that time, like mm-hmm. slits and, and uh, 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 all those old school beers that right. they had back in the day. When you, when you were in college, we drank the beast, Milwaukee's best. I was going to say because it was so cheap. Yeah, it, but you that had was all based cheap. on money. That was just been, plus you were shotgunning it, right? Like I think you know, I get older too. Like I don't you you, you won't find a bong in my house anymore. Mm-hmm. You won't find anymore. Uh, and I, well, exactly. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I think after a while, even though I'm I'm still down with the marijuana, right? I think you get to a certain point where you have to kind of be an adult about everything. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to. I don't. I don't want. Yeah. I he kinda, says as we drink beer on empty stomachs at noon on a Tuesday, we we got to be adults about Not this. A bag. Um, but what I'm saying is, Spielberg, I've got this great idea for a podcast. We're going to sit in front of a computer. Hey, let's drive and forty a, miles, drink beer, and drive forty miles home <laughs> on a Tuesday at noon, and we're going to convince people to watch this. I don't think there's any convincing. It's just going to be me and you talking. Everybody's pretty, eating lunch, pretty hanging out with Lumberg. You can't, and you can't say pussy while everybody's eating lunch. Well, that, uh, uh, well, U.S. Cafe, you. U.S. Cafe, uh, turkey burger, half pounder. Oh, yeah, it might be on the menu too. Oh, my God. 
My wife said, my wife the other day, she goes, have you tried those new um, black bean veggie burgers? Yeah, see, now I don't eat that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. That's awful. Black bean burgers? Oh, my that's God. Not, but a turkey burger, at least that's still something that had a face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, that's it's got to have a face if I'm going to eat it. Now, do you eat hot dogs? Yeah. Do you have a particular brand of hot dog you enjoy? Hebrew National. I hear you, baby. That's I it. Know. That's it. <laughs> Hebrew Nationals are the best. I, we need to get them as a sponsor because I swear to God, I... Hebrews are the good ones. They it's, are good it, hot dogs. It's not lips and assholes. It's it's, it's beef. real beef. It, or at least that's know. what it's they a little, tell little, us. Little thing of heaven. <laughs> that's right. I, oh, I love my Hebrew. I don't nationals. normally drink hot dog water. <laughs> I uh, I, I worked with a community college a couple weeks ago that did a hot dog water joke that was really funny. Like drinking hot dog water. Boom. <laughs> my, I was an every other weekend kid. Um and. Uh, I would go to my dad's every other weekend when I was little, and that's all there was to eat at my dad's house. He had the, like, you open my dad's fridge when he was single. He had the pack of hot dogs, yep. the mustard, right? And in the, in the, in the cabinet was a loaf of wheat bread. So he would take a hot dog, fold the wheat bread over it, like pretending, oh, here's a, here's a hot dog, and fold it up, and then put it in the microwave, and the microwave would, Blast the ends open of the hot dog, so the hot dog looked like a like a a beef stick with two claws on the end of it. Yeah. Like I had like it was just it would go, <laughs> yeah, and spit hot dog juice everywhere, and then you'd have to eat it off wheat bread and wish you were at your mom's house. <laughs> sixty minutes, sixty minutes was the same thing. Uh, my whole thing was to get my dad to take me home by the beginning of that. If, if every other weekend, right? Uh-huh. Six minutes comes on seven o'clock on Sunday. Sure, for our whole lives, right? Right. Um. So my whole goal was to get my dad motivated enough to take me back to my mom's house, you know, where my bike was and all my friends were because I had school the next day or sure, whatever, sure. You know, where I wanted to be. And because uh, I was just a little kid, uh, before, if I heard that, I'm Mark Wallace, I'm morally safer, I'm blah, 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 I'm blah, 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 this and Andy Rooney. If I heard that, I'd be like, damn it. I knew I had to, I knew I, <laughs> I, knew I, had, to, I knew I had to hang out at my dad's for a whole other hour. Yeah. Oh, it was the most depressing. And they had a, a grandfather clock. So every morning, and it would it would ring on the quarter hour and the hour, but you knew the hour because it would not only do the little ring, but it would go bong, bong, oh, bong, yeah. My grandmother had one. bong. And uh, I would wake, I would hear it go off, and I would wake up, and I'd be like, please. Because if it did 12 bongs, well, that means it was noon or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So I was closer to... Get Getting out of there? Get, yeah, yeah, but not out here. Parole. I'm Mike Wallace. I'm Morty Safer. Listen, Andy Rooney, tonight on 60 Minutes. And I'd be like, damn it. And uh, uh, But my dad lived near Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. So he would give me five bucks, and I would ride my bike to the pizza place. Oh. And, uh, $5 in tokens, dude, could last three days back in the day. Oh, man. You know, you just put that $5 bill in there, and tokens would come raining out of that son of a bitch. Like, it would, it would overflow with tokens, and people hear it coming out. You'd be like, oh, you take my tokens. Here's my tokens. You guard your tokens. And you just play skee ball and you go over to the booth counter. Yep. And you get those little dang pencils where you do the thing and his hair would all. You never had those pencils where you. Of course you I did. Do that thing. I, it's, it's funny you say that because, you know, when I went back a couple of weeks ago for my friend's funeral, um, I saw a girl that I haven't seen since middle school or Is junior high school. Is story going to be sad? No, 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 no. And every time I think there's, there's a place in my hometown I drive by to go to my parents' house, and it, it was called Two Bits. It was an arcade, right? Right. And it was one of those kind of buildings that it couldn't two be. Two Bits. Two Bits. It was, it was one of those kind of buildings. It couldn't be anything. Mine was called The Arcade. Anything but an arcade. Right. It looked like it looked like I don't know. Laser like, tag, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, it could have been any one of those kind of buildings. And the thing I remember every time I drive past that building is that one girl. I remember, like, because that was when you're like in seventh and eighth grade and your mom and daddy are dropping you off. That's the only place you really could go, like the movies or the arcade. Oh, yeah. And it's the only two places. When we had dollar movies. Really? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, way back go, then. Yeah, we had a place in Charlotte called the Regency, played yep. dollar movies, and we would go to the. That was a big like every other weekend. You know, every other weekend, kid, your dad has to think of stuff to do, right? And we would go to the movies all the time and like yep. play video games and then go and see the movie. So, how old were you the first time that you made out with a chick in a movie? Uh, I remember being at the movie theater in the seventh grade with Melissa Runyon, yep. and uh, she was way ahead of her time. Like, I remember the first time I met her. Or not the first time I met her, but she apparently took a liking to me. I walked into the science class. She was in my science class, seventh grade, Miss Worrell's class. And she grabbed me by the back of my hair and threw her tongue down my throat. So she was light years ahead of me as a wow. seventh grader, right? And Jimmy Pfeiffer, fully. Yeah. Uh, he was a black guy playing on basketball team. He said, dang. I just remember that. I remember his face and her tonguing me down. Yep. So her and I went to the movies. My dad dropped me off. And my mom dropped me off. And her parents. And I was seventh grade. We're, I don't remember what movie we were watching. And uh, my best friends, Clay and Reed, uh, sat in the front of the movie theater. We didn't know they were in there and started no. throwing rubbers at us <laughs> in the seventh grade. Rubbers in the seventh grade? Yeah, they didn't really know what they were. What? They didn't know about... I, had, had, I didn't have sex in the seventh grade, but they thought it would be funny to buy right, 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 rubbers right, right, right. and throw, throw them. Throw them at you. Dude, when I was in the seventh grade, uh, sixth grade, actually, uh -huh. uh, my friend Clay... Uh, my parents worked, so after school, there was nobody at my house but me. Right. So Clay came over to the house in sixth grade, and he was that naturally snoopy fucking Eddie Haskell kid that would go through all your parents' stuff. Mm -hmm. um, went through my mom and dad, my stepdad's stuff, right? And uh, found my mom and stepdad's lickety dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. Flavored rubbers. Nice. Rubbers with flavor. And uh, I heard about that. I still hear about it. Like, And back in the day when you're in seventh grade and your friend goes to school and says, I found Mike Spielberg's mom and dad's lickety dicks. Flavored rubbers. Tells everybody in the lunchroom. It's, it's embarrassing. It's now it's, it's humorous. I could talk about it on my podcast. Right. But back in the day, it was a big deal. Right. So uh, I would say to answer your question, making out in the movies, seventh grade, seventh eighth grade. grade. And uh, be, my man. dad caught me. My dad pulled up in his Volkswagen Quantum. Yep. One time and shine the lights on me and Blair Roberts tonguing down in front of movies Matthews. Oh. But the first makeout session I ever had, summer before seventh grade, uh, roll around roller skating rink. That was my first French kiss. First, really? Meredith Bass okay. uh, made Clay turn his back on the big carpeted plywood and mushroom electrical spool. Oh, yeah. He wasn't allowed to watch on the shag carpet. He had to turn <laughs> his back so I could tongue her down. <laughs> you couldn't see it. Summer before seventh grade, yeah. right? Uh, three years later, did not see her after that Friday night, tongue down at the lock-in at the roll-around, right? Uh, 10th grade, first day of 10th grade, Brian. Guess who my locker partner is? Who? Meredith Bass, the girl I made out with in 7th wow. grade. What a small world, huh? Yeah, Meredith Bass, first girl I ever made out with. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, mine, and I, I didn't ask you I remember yours was. I'm talking about me. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about you and that dude. Right. <laughs> Damn. All right, so you guys ever seen the, the movie Just One of the Boys? One of the greatest summers of my life. I remember it vividly. In fact, I have friends that that will attest. I mean, we've even talked about it. Great, one of the greatest summers of my life. Between, I started early. I liked girls. Like, obviously, liked girls. My, Bailey. Bailey kind of is like cute on girls. He's like, oh, she's How old is pretty. He now? He's thirteen. Okay. He's still got a lot of kid in him. And I, I, I'm, I'm guilty of probably fostering a little bit of that because I don't want him to grow up too quick. I want him to be as much of a kid as he can be. You so, rather he have a little more man in him? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, 
No. Sure, I can find somebody. <laughs> no. No. I want him to be. I want him to be a kid as long as he can be a kid. Because I feel like, like the first time I ever saw a boob, and it really wasn't a boob. It was a Tit. girl's chest with a nipple on it. Was first grade, okay? Yeah, but you didn't think about it like that's that's makes me that didn't make you hot and bothered. It was just, damn if I didn't. All right, so summer of fifth grade, uh, I'm gonna embarrass somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna get an email from some. I'm gonna hate mail. All right, so summer between fifth grade and sixth grade, fifth and sixth grade when I was growing up was the delineation between elementary school and middle school. See now, middle school with us was seven through nine. Right. Yeah. So by sixth grade, you were in middle school. So like there was this transition there between fifth and sixth grade, and there was a summer where I went to this uh, this uh, they call it a daycare, but it was really just a big playground where you drop your kids off for eight hours. And every Tuesday at noon, coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> every Tuesday at noon, they would take us to the movie theater, right? And the first couple of weeks, I would spend all my time out there playing Time Pilot, the video game. You know, fly around a plane, go different times. I know. Because the movies were dumb movies, like Old Yeller. And- oh, the, okay. I thought you meant like you had your own little personal Time Pilot game. No, no, no. It was in the, the lobby of the movie. Gotcha. But I distinctly remember... Like the third week of the summer, I recognized Teresa Butler. It's like it's like all of a sudden the girl came on my radar, right? Like so that's how Melissa Runyon was for me. She was the first person I saw that ever was, was like, like, "Wow, that's a wow. yeah." That's how Melissa Runyon like, was. And so, yeah, I don't I don't know what the uh, what the actual lead time was from noticing the girl to being in the back row locking down on the girl. Is that what you call it? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Locking oh, down. Oh, dude. It was it was one of those things where it was, I mean, like full on contact. Let's go. Let's make out. Let's like tongues going the whole deal, right? I mean, fifth grade. It scares me to think about it now that it, my son it scares was like me that. to hear about it now. <laughs> but <laughs> locking down. Is that what you call it? You put yeah. it on lockdown? Oh, well, I, it, wow, it's you're depending an alpha on, male, dude. Well, it was one of those. You let a deer piss on her before you make love to her. I want her to smell like Bigfoot when I'm fucking her. <laughs> she gonna she gonna know who Daddy is around here, and she gonna know who it is. There, girl. All right. So, what movie you're watching? Deer Hunter, probably Old Yeller. <laughs> um, yeah, a war. You're probably watching a war movie, Bridge Over the River Kwai. That you're watching. You know, your finger bang chicks to John Wayne movies. <laughs> That's messed up. Uh-oh. So, uh, so I, by, b- before the end of the movie, we actually had like this audience of people that were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this story is messed up." It really is. It really is. And she's gonna send, if she if she. So knows there were about people this, sitting around watching two fifth graders make out at the movie theater. <laughs> Other fifth graders sitting around watching two fifth graders make out. Wow. Uh, so and it was such such a feat. Don't touch me, dude. They, they've never seen that. That we like a couple of weeks. I've later, never seen two fifth graders zipper sparking either. Well, I mean, it was it was it was completely innocent. It was just kissing. It was just kissing. But it was like, well, the way you described it the first time, I wouldn't describe just kissing as locking her down. <laughs> I would I would call it you know, just like, kissing, like face. No, I'm talking about like full on facial contact. Well, I know that I'm an accomplice to something now that I've heard about this story. <laughs> uh, it's also the same summer that uh, a very good friend of mine, and she won't mind me telling the story because she's probably told the story. Um, Lena. 
good friend of mine, Lena, and another girl, Dina, apparently had that crush on me at the same time. So I'm sitting on the bench at this daycare and we're just kind of hanging out with friends and stuff. And each girl comes and sits on. Either I'm trying side. to picture little kids, yeah, yeah. and all I'm picturing this is, is dirty old grade. people. I know, but the, the story doesn't match the the people in my mind. Like the story is all like I'm just sitting on a bench with my raincoat. <laughs> Waiting on two more chicks to put on lockdown. <laughs> well, I have respect so, for women. That's my difference here. So each each girl sits on either side of me, and they they kind of lean forward, and they're they're sort of conversating and giggly. And so at that point, again, now for some reason, I just kind of knew ahead of time, like something's about to happen. This is going to be cool. So at the exact same time, they both lean in to kiss me at the exact same time, mm-hmm. and. That's the only time this ever happened in my life, but it was it was the you absolute peaked, you peaked at eight. <laughs> this is it, Brian. This is it. You better enjoy it. I'm gonna let you almost have a threesome. You're gonna be six. You're not, <laughs> you're not gonna know. You're not gonna know what it means or nothing. But I'm gonna give you one shot, two chicks. You're gonna be six years old, man. Knock it out, Bubba. <laughs> the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. In a hurry. All right, go ahead. So you peaked at six. That's like fucking. So like for the whole next week, it's like I got to hold hands with two girls and sit and watch the television with two girls and do everything like two girls. It was awesome. It was like the best week of my of my childhood life at that point, right? Because, you know, it, it felt like, I mean. Th- th- Most you know, kids like, go to Disney like, World. <laughs> with their mom and dad, right? Like Raymond Flint was the cool kid at the daycare, right? And like all the girls really liked Raymond Flint. I mean, that was the guy. He was, uh, you know, we're talking fifth grade. It's kind of petty. But Where's Ray Flint now? Ray know? Flint. Uh, he's Ray still- Flint Auto Sales. <laughs> Ray Flint. He sells waterbeds. We got motionless. Come on down to Mississippi. Motionless waterbeds. Ray Flint Mobile Homes. So, and what were the girls' names? Uh, Dina and Lena. Lena and Dana. Yes. And so, it, On the so that stage. was like the coolest thing, other than the fact that every other girl in that whole place liked Raymond Flint. I one upped him. I got two girls. Right. Didn't matter that it wasn't every group of two girls, right. but it was two girls. <clears throat> so, That's awesome. I, I peaked fifth grade. <laughs> Some guys got it. <laughs> were you an all star that year in baseball, too? T ball, were you an all star? <laughs> That's it, dude. It's a matter Pete, of fact. Were you, you, uh, you in the student government and all that kind of stuff? Student government, man, that was it, dude. You had everything. Oh, you were busy. I, oh now you God. got nothing to do but drink beers on Tuesday. Oh, man. That's a whole other story there. I ran for secretary in seventh grade. I was in student government. Were you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see you being there. You've got I, the personality. When, when they built the, a new high school my senior year, they built a new high school, so I had to go to a different high school my senior year. Mm-hmm. And I was on the planning committee for the new high school. Mm. Me and Mark Clackham and uh, Colin Altman. So what does that mean? Do you, I'm are telling you, you who planning? was on the planning committee. Are you actually? <laughs> uh, we got to help you pick actually, out the name, but they kind of had it was Providence High School. They already kind of had it out. You can, I, in hindsight, I kind of know they already kind of had it picked out already. Sure. But we kind of, kind of, you know, we'd, we'd write us stuff. Devin Bird was on it too. Right. We'd write stuff on the chalkboard and, and go over stuff. And, and feel important. Like yeah, you well, every, like, every like couple weeks, it was two students from all the high schools that were getting to go to the new high school. Sure. So uh, why do you say sure? Like you know what I'm talking about. You don't know anything. You don't know what I'm getting ready to tell you. And then we would, we would go, and I had, uh, and then uh, we would light our heads on fire. And oh, sure, sure, sure. Is that what you do? And uh, you know what else is weird about what you're doing? Where you go, sure, sure. Like you're fucking listening, but you're not. Is when uh, 
people act like I listen to you and you tell, hey, uh, yeah, I was at the store the other day. Oh, you were at the store, Michael. Why are you looking in that can, Brian? Like, I don't know your name. I always say your name to you. I hate, that's my pet peeve. Oh, Brian, Brian, my friend, my friend, Brian. No, they'll say, uh, they'll say, um, I hate that on television shows. Well, why do you hate that, Brian? That kind of stuff. That's what exactly. I don't like. Because when we're sitting here, I never at any point go, Mike, let me tell Stop you, Mike Stop touching Spienberg. my leg, Brian. Mike Spienberg, let me tell you, we've been friends for so long. My granddad we does go that. go way back. He talks to uh, waiters and waitresses by their first name when he doesn't know them. Well, like, that's different. No, that's different. It's creepy. You think so? Yeah. Can we get some more juice over here? Susan. That's not that's <laughs> weird. Like, she doesn't know you, bro. I'm guilty Stop of that. It. I'm She's guilty like, of that. I'm guilty of that. No wonder you... You're double teaming chicks in the fifth grade or daycare or some shit. You weird, man. I was normal. I grew up like a normal. I was playing with my matchbox cars and you were out sniffing poontang in second grade. This brings, my inter- this brings out the dirt bag. It in really you, man. does. You need to keep that bag, put you all your what? bad secrets in it. <laughs> Brian's going to put all his bad secrets in this bag. Hey, don't let us open this bag. Eric's all got Brian's all dirty secrets in it. Uh, you know what this one's got in it? Freedom. That's what it's got in it. See, that's how long the show should be every time until we get to the bottom of our beer. Where are you? I'm. (laughs) Done. Look at that. (laughs) Woo! Uh, You don't lose on your own beer day. And next week, I'm going to pick out the finest of the lagers. All right. High Life it is. I'm going to pick. I'm not only going to pick out High Life. I'm going to pick out Miller Lite, too. Okay. All right. You think that's so? That's a deal? I think that's a, I think so that's a great plan. So next Tuesday. Next Tuesday noon, at noon 08. Almost exactly an hour. Noon 08. <laughs> yeah, noon 08. We'll be here. Uh, we'll be here. And um, and we'll we'll do a taste test. We'll and do we'll a, do a taste test next week. And then if you um, if you, if you you have beers that are your favorite, if you have a favorite kind of beer, um, email us or uh, you know text us and let us know um, which one you'd like us to try. Yeah. We'll definitely try it. First two weeks, we've tried our favorite beers. High Life is obviously my favorite. Last week, um, we tried a can of urine <laughs> for Brian. No, Brian likes the micro brews. So right. That's what we had. What did we have last week? And you know what's funny is that there's people starting to follow us on the Twitter. The Twitter. I have to do that because it's just funny. Um, there's people starting to follow us on Twitter. They're like microbrew people. And they're watching the show just going, I have no idea why I followed them or why I even decided Cause, to watch Because now you're learning this is America. We're drinking America today, everybody. <laughs> We're drinking work ethic. God and pride. bless America. <laughs> no, we're not drinking. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, next week. Um, so make sure you hit the sponsors. <laughs> I'm trying to keep your secret bag closed, dude. I don't want that shit Make out. sure you hit our sponsors. Uh, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Make sure you just uh, click through our banner on sudsandbuds.net. Uh, if you're going to go buy, I don't know, uh, a big screen TV or uh, a pair of socks. Next week, I'm, uh, I'll am i be dressing better. I'll try to. Amy's going to uh, front me some cash out of the budget to yep. uh, go get some better outfits. So. Go to Buckle and get you a pair of jeans. Uh, I'm going to get an affliction shirt. <laughs> there you go. I got to hit the gym. I saw I, I saw a, a, a sixty five not to go I know, down no tangent a sixty five year old man with a, a Ed Hardy jacket on nice. the other day. <laughs> I looked at my wife. I said, "If I ever do that at that age, you need to call me out." It was the gayest looking thing that I think I'd ever right, seen. Right, right, right. Uh, and and no no offense to my gay friends, but uh, see that's when gay. you mess stuff up. You just say it and just go through it. And when you go back and you correct yourself and you say, "No offense to gay people," that I just said that the guy in the affliction shirt was the gayest thing I've ever seen. So in this episode, I've, I've probably pissed off black yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brian's done a good job alienating everybody but people who look like me today. 
so anyway, uh, Amazon. Afuita San. <laughs> GoDaddy.com. Get your domains for seven forty nine. Uh, next uh, next uh, Tuesday we'll do the show, and then next uh, Wednesday through Saturday I'm in Dayton at the Funny Bone. Yeah, that was what Dayton I was going to ask. Where you're be? No, you weren't. Dayton Funny Bone uh, next week. Uh, where can they find out where you're going to be? Speenberg.com. You yep. can go to s p e e n b e r g dot com. Uh, you can also go to i love bacon and beer dot com mm-hmm. um, and click on my name on there, and it'll take you to my site. Uh, I'll be in Charlotte in August tenth through the fourteenth. My friend Paul Hooper. It's kind of a homecoming to the new. Comedy Zone in downtown Charlotte's where I started, uh, and uh, and then I'll be in Hartford, Connecticut, and I'll also be at the uh, Funny Bone or the Improv in uh, Palm Beach, uh, Florida for one night, uh, Wednesday the seventeenth or eighteenth of August, whatever that is, and then the rest of that week I'll be in Hartford at the Funny Bone. Uh, in September I got Virginia Beach, Richmond, uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, the Buford Theater here in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh man, one I'm of my favorite rooms. Uh, I love those guys a lot. So uh, Punchline's my home, but that's one of my favorites. So um, make sure you hit all our sponsors. If you're on iPhone, go hit uh, grab that Stitcher app. You can go to uh, uh, sudsandbuds.net slash Stitcher to pick up the uh, Stitcher app. You can listen to us wherever you are. Listen to us. Tell your friends about us. That's the big thing we really want. We want you to tell people and about us the beer suggestions because I don't want Brian picking on any more beers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll see you next week for the taste test. We're gonna the taste challenge, taste challenge, and I'm gonna nail it. Uh, we'll we'll take odds on whether I get it right or not. We'll, we'll, we'll if you think I'm gonna get it right, you can email and think that I'm gonna get it right, or you can email and tell me I'm Mike at sudsandbuzz.net or Brian at sudsandbuzz.net, and um, follow us on Twitter. See you next Suds Tuesday Buzz podcast. Hasta luego. Watch the show live Tuesdays at noon on our website, sudsandbuds.net. You can also help to support the show by clicking the Amazon.com affiliate link on our homepage. A percentage of everything you then purchase goes to help support this great program. To find Speenberg stand-up shows in your area, just go to speenberg.com for tour dates. And to find everything Brian Stevens, just go to brianstevens.com. And don't forget this week's sponsor, Bonzo Tune Studios. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week.